0: course I can't forget that one and then oh nine was New Mexico the last time and then 2010 was Pennsylvania and then 2011 was Washington and 2012 was Tennessee then 2013 was Montana And that was the run I did of like the ones that I really liked. And then I, um, I haven't been since. And, uh, but I, I still think it's a great, you know, movement that happened a long time ago. It's still happening. It's still moving and changing. And maybe it's on the transition of making a new change they're being more spread out, it being something different. I mean, everything has to grow and change all the time. And um, I was, you know, in the research of doing my last video about where it's gonna be this year, because this year it's coming up in New Mexico this July, and in Pennsylvania, and in Idaho, because last year it got canceled from Idaho, but there's never really a cancellation. So a bunch of people went to Idaho anyway, so it's, you know, now next year is definitely going to be Colorado, because Colorado is where it started in 72, and now it's going to be 2022, 50 years later, and it's going to be the 50th one, if you count that last year's didn't happen, and the 50th anniversary and the 50th gathering happening on the same time next year but maybe that's a transition into something new who knows um and like I was researching like I keep trying to say that there was the Wikipedia page about the rainbow gathering and it was fairly accurate in most of what it said um it, it was a little negative focused I would say I mean like it, it not that the negative stuff it said was untrue it's just that it seemed to focus a lot on the negative Like, for example there was a whole section on deaths that occurred at the gathering and I mean it's a gathering of thousands of people that's been happening for almost 50 years now every year for like so it's lots of people, maybe a million that have known about it by now. So it's bound to have some deaths. And there's like, sure, a handful of, of deaths for, for various reasons and, and various negative things. But also, there wasn't a section on births. And like, I, I know for a fact that there's lots of kids that were born there like every year. Every year, probably, at least, I would say. At least every year, kids, at least one kid was born. Like, on average, a kid was born there every year. It would be my guess. Um, So, there's not a section for that. I mean, maybe it's because that's harder to, like, quantify. It's harder to measure and stuff. I mean, because they're undocumented births, whereas the deaths are always going to be documented. But the births, I mean, you could have the, the, the way that you live, you could just have the kid, and then eventually, when they take it to wherever they document that they had the kid, you might not say, hey, I was way out in the woods at this obscure, unofficial place that has no way to say where it was so there's no like (laughs) there's no not gonna be a lot of record of births at the rainbow gathering but there should be a mention of it because it's definitely a lot more births at the gathering than there are deaths so I I just wanted to mention that for anybody researching the gathering and just doing whatever kind of research you can that Yes, there is some negative stuff, and I'll maybe do another video on it if I didn't feel like I talked about it enough just now. But that's the main part I wanted to say is that they had a whole section on deaths and not a section on births. And th- there's there's a lot more life happening, a lot more positivity when you get into it than there is of the negative. So many aspects, and I feel like I'm going to have to do another video because I want to wrap this one up. And say thanks for watching, and I hope to see you on my next videos. I don't normally do videos like this. Normally, I do videos where I'm stacking stuff or I'm playing did you that floats a piece of paper because that's a cool science experiment thing that people think built the pyramids somehow, and um, <laughs> and there's Lots of other random, random, pre randoms talents that I I I don't know what the next one will be. Perhaps I'll do something else on a slack line, like I who knows? Maybe I'll just play guitar on a slack line again. That's a classic that I could do. Okay, enough hypothesizing about what my next video is going to be. Thanks for watching, everybody. Peace out. And, and... It's dark. Just like when I was walking through the woods. And, you know what, this video probably shouldn't be dark. Only
1: 50 people who attended the Rainbow Family Gathering remain in the Carson National Forest. Roughly 5,000 people were expected for the gathering that's described as a celebration of peace. As people left, hundreds stayed behind to help clean up and try to repair any damage to the land. The Forest Service says they will now be on site for several weeks, monitoring cleanup efforts and making repairs of their own.
2: All right. So I got some for the kids, some for the adults, some just for the weird thinkers. First one, what does cheese say when it gets its picture taken? Me! (laughs) got a question for y'all. Oh, if you get scared half to death twice, does that mean you're clinically dead at that point? So this guy's at work one day. He gets a call from an ER doctor. The doctor says, your mother's had a terrible stroke. You need to rush down here right away. The guy's like, oh, my God. Rushes down to the ER, waits about 15, 20 minutes in the lobby. Nurse sees him, brings him into a room, waits about another 20 minutes. The doctor comes in. He goes, well, oh, I got some good news, and I got some bad news. The guy says, all right, well, what's the bad news? He goes, well, she's not doing great, but she's alive. In fact, she'll probably easily live another 25, 30 years. The guy's like, okay. He goes, but she screams like a dying parrot at the top of her lungs if she's even remotely conscious, nonstop. The guy's like, man, that's that's rough. He's like, yeah, it's it's uh, it's something. Also, uh something. Also, she can't feed herself, so. You're going to have to feed her you know, five times a day baby food for the next 25, 30 years through all that screaming, which we found to be quite ridiculous and difficult. I was like, oh, my God, this is, this is terrible. He's like, also, she's completely incontinent, so she shits like a wild monkey. You're going to be changing her shitty baby food diapers every day while she's screaming for the next 25 to 30 years. Guy goes, oh, my God, this is the worst thing I've ever heard. What's the good news? He goes, I'm fucking with you. She died.
3: (laughs) Gathering ends. Cleanup begins. Taos News, July 14th, 2021, by Will Hooper. After the Rainbow Family Gathering's descent upon the Carson National Forest from late June to July 7th, Between 40 and 50 people have stayed behind to deal with the waste made by an estimated 5,000 people at its height, in the area near Cerro Vista off Forest Road 76 in Taos County. The group, who gathered as a smaller prism gathering, one of four around the country, drew nomads and locals alike, with many spending two full weeks up in the mountains near Tres Ridos, much to the dismay of some Taosenos, as could be seen visibly on social media though perhaps more concerning to locals than what the gatherers brought to the area is what they left behind. However, U.S. Forest Service Public Information Officer Hillary Markin said thanks to a dedicated cleanup crew and the aid of the federal agency, the land is on track to be reclaimed. Markin explains that because the group has no specified leader and they have not been able to get gatherers to sign a permit since its inception, they have dealt with the situation by asking what would normally be required of anyone seeking a special use permit, SUP, to gather in a large group in the National Forest. We have put together a rehabilitation plan. We are working with those that are left up at the site to follow it, said Markin. The plan includes rehabilitation measures for making sure all the garbage has been taken off the land and disposed of properly, covering up any slit trenches, latrines, compost pits, and breaking up any soil compaction. The Forest Service has handled the Rainbow Gathering just like any other forest incident, says Markin, and brought in a Type 3 incident management team as they would for a forest fire or other natural disaster. This is not to say the incident was similar to a natural disaster, though. Markin said the event wasn't out of control and was pretty similar to what we've experienced in past years, though she acknowledged she cannot speak to all previous gatherings. She said the duties of the Forest Service Incident Management Team were not just to help with the health and safety of the people, but to also help with resource protection, ensuring that they are not damaging the natural resources out there that are still vulnerable to the community. The resource protection plan includes monitoring and checking in on the cleanup team, and even helping provide resources at times. Markin said they have provided the group with wood chips and native seeds to help them reclaim the most heavily trafficked areas. Overall, it went really well as far as the health and safety of everyone involved and working as best we can to protect the natural resources, she said. We know how valuable the National Forest is, in particular that area or along Forest Road 76, to the community. Taos County Commissioner Candace O'Donnell, who represents Taos' 5th District, in which the gathering took place, said she also felt the land was properly being taken care of after taking a visit to the gathering site on Monday, July 12th. O'Donnell also said she hardly saw any wrongdoing at the gathering when she attended on July 4th for their silent prayer for world peace. She said she felt they knew what they were doing when it came to cleaning up the site. They clean up an area better than any local campers or out-of-state campers, she said after her post-gathering visit. She added that she went past the gathering site boundary with waste management, only to find a campfire still smoldering with a bunch of alcoholic cans and glass in it and a bag left behind. My observation would be that the Rainbow people clean up better than any local people I've seen trash the forest, she said. O'Donnell also disputed the Forest Service's claim of 5,000 attendees on Sunday, July 4th, saying she saw far less and counted approximately 600 cars on the way out. The cleanup is set to go on for a week or more if necessary.
4: Hi, I'm Ella and I can force myself to burp.
2: I can also burp words. (laughs)
4: <laughs> yeah, what word should, should I burp? I don't know. Mississippi. Okay.
3: This is a special branch fiasco and field as police officers agree to use talking stick to try to move hippie group from encampment by alex ward for the daily mail 16th of july 2021 100 members of the rainbow family of living light set up an illegal camp near blisland cornwall and asked police to use a talking stick to engage with them Attempts to move on them descended into farce when officers gave in to demands on how to address them, prompting strong criticism from onlookers. A cleanup operation took place as the hippie campers finally left last weekend. Once upon a time, when the police wanted to address a troublesome crowd, they would deploy the tried-and-tested Loud Hailer. This being the woke 2020s, however, officers dealing with a hippie group in Cornwall agreed to use a talking stick, holding it in the air when they wanted permission to speak. Talking sticks are used by indigenous peoples, such as Native Americans. Having the stick gives the holder the right to speak uninterrupted and to be listened to with respect. Last night, critics accused Devon and Cornwall police of forfeiting its authority by submitting to the group's demand to use the stick. The incident took place near Blisland on Bodmin Moor, where some 100 members of the Rainbow Family of Living Light had set up an illegal encampment. The group camped on Ancient Woodland, a designated site of special scientific interest, last month and were subsequently ordered to leave. But attempts to move them on descended into farce when officers gave in to demands on how to address them. Onlookers watched agog as police waited for the campers to engage in a group chant before providing an answer. Officers dismissed the bizarre situation as the nature of modern policing. The group has been accused of causing serious damage to the area, having dug up the ground for its sacred bonfires and campsite. Camping is also prohibited under SSSI, Site of Special Scientific Interest, bylaws. Rupert Honbury Tennyson, chairman of the Bodeman Moor Commons Landowners Association, said... The officer was not allowed to address the group of about five people representing the gathering unless he took and held up a talking stick which gave him permission to speak. After each question or request, he then had to wait while the five joined hands, chanted at length, and then eventually gave each an individual response to what had been asked. It took him about 45 minutes to get a sensible answer. We said to him that by agreeing to take the stick and only talk while holding it, he had forfeited any authority he had as an officer of the law. He replied, saying that was the nature of modern policing. What infuriated me is that if any of us commoners or landowners had behaved in the same way, then we would have been prosecuted. They were also accused of illegally burying a cow after finding a heifer which had died during a breech birth. Landowner John Holman said, "'This is supposedly a group which prides itself on not straying onto private land "'and accuses humanity of destroying the environment.' They had their so-called sacred fire at the center of the encampment, which started off quite small, but ended up much bigger, with the ground for about 40 meters around completely trampled. They thought they were helping by digging up the turf there and placing it elsewhere, but the ground underneath has been damaged, the lifted turf has died, and the ground it was laid on has also been killed off. About nine out of ten of these hippies were perfectly polite and amiable, but there was a hardcore who were abusive and intimidating." A cleanup operation took place as the campers finally left last weekend. The Rainbow family was born out of free love and anti-Vietnam War protests in the U.S. in the 1960s and early 1970s. Practitioners say their beliefs are based on Native American traditions and they have a strong desire to care for the earth. A Devon and Cornwall police spokesman said, Officers were respectful and keen to engage with all. The key principles of policing still have not changed.
4: Go on a date. <laughs> so they did. The boy picked up the girl, but their date got canceled, so they just sat in the car. They turned on the radio, and listened to music. They heard a warning that somebody had escaped from prison. Suddenly, they heard this horrific, like something striking their car. The girlfriend got scared and told the boyfriend to go home, so they drove her home, but as she opened the door, there was a hook.
3: The following article about the European Rainbow Gathering is translated from French, and I apologize for my terrible pronunciation. La Depeche, France. Ariège. 800 members of the Rainbow family camp in Donazan, published on July 16th. For the past few days, the Donazan, an arige enclave in the Aud department, has been the meeting place for the Rainbow family. This movement, which advocates greater proximity to nature, will remain in place until August 8th. Initially, they intended to settle in Cubière in the heart of Lozère. But on their arrival, on July 8th, they were turned away by farmers and gendarmes. So, the members of the Rainbow family, a movement advocating greater proximity to nature, set sail for Donazan, this Ariei Com- enclave, enclave, in the Aud Department. And in recent days, they have settled in a vast plain in the town of Ar- Artigas. Currently, around 800 people are on site. They spend their days discussing their life experiences, participating in various activities such as yoga classes and communicating with nature, all in a pacifist atmosphere. This movement, born in a Native American tribe, the Hopis, was popularized by the hippies. The goal is to get acquainted with nature for a month, explained some participants in this gathering. Thus, according to the lunar cycles, they should remain in place until August 8th. The vast camp, made of tents and hippies, uh, and teepees, even if some are installed in their vehicle, often the famous Volkswagen Kombi, is installed on a forest plot of the National Forestry Office. The Rainbow family had already come to settle in this remote area of Ariege In 2003, no less than 3,000 people participated in this gathering. By Leo Kufin.
0: Hey, you want to see a bunch of ridiculous stuff? Hello, everyone out there. Um, I was thinking about the Rainbow Gathering and how there's all sorts of random stuff you see there, like drums. You see a lot of guitar playing, from really good to not so good. All kinds of campfire playing. Um, you see all sorts of musicians doing odd things. You never know what's going to be added on and who's gonna show up and join the jam. So I thought I'd do this, whatever. Thanks for watching and um, see you around. I hope you enjoyed these random rainbow talents. I mean, my dad wanted to term get the term rainbow Olympics for being like, here's any random talents that you have that are fun for other people to try or only you can do them, whatever. It's, it's a fun uh, rainbow Olympics. Peace out. House
3: News, Rainbow Visitor Offers Humor and Some Insight, by Rick Romancito, July 17th. Jeremiah Spelas says he grew up in Pennsylvania and has been hitchhiking for the last year and a half since the lockdown. He doesn't seem to be the average panhandler one might see outside local businesses, especially with his handmade signs sparked with a bit of humor. The other side of his sign says, my ex had a better lawyer. Spelas says he has a YouTube account and was in Taos to document the rainbow gathering this summer in the mountains nearby. He said he was trying to shed some light on what those people are doing up on the mountain. Asked what that might be, he replied, They're trying to spread peace and love and inclusivity, kind of the old 60s way. A lot of people, the elders up there, they spend a lot of money and energy, especially the locals, making sure everyone feels very welcome. One guy dropped $10,000, a guy who lives in Taos, just on food. He said this was his first gathering. You know, you hear rumors and can make assumptions, but, ah, the beginning people that you see, they keep the rough and gruff people as their face, but that's just the people they keep as security.
4: One, two, three, four, five, six.
1: Greetings and welcome to Muddy Boots. My name is Cherry Wood Reed Bell, and I am pleased to introduce Part 8 of Totally High Holy Rainbow Colored Spirit Hawk of Awakened Manifestation, an ongoing series featuring 21 years of field recordings made at rainbow gatherings around the world. This year, 2021, people decided to have several gatherings July 1st to the 7th instead of the customary annual rainbow gathering. Although some folks still claim the Southwest gathering in New Mexico was the the annual. But it really doesn't matter. The point being, four gatherings occurred in the Northwest, Southwest, Southeast, and Northeast, not to mention several other small campouts and potlucks throughout the country. Prism gatherings are what they were called refraction rather than the vision. It was a way to come together again after a long, hard year, yet also do so cautiously, and a little more safely, as the country emerged out of COVID. I attended the lovely and wonderful Pennsylvania PRISM gathering. It felt like an old school gathering with a new twist. I wasn't sure how much recording I would do, considering all the unknowns leading up to, tending, like how many people would actually show, what kind of intriguing sounds would present themselves, and so on. To my surprise, I recorded and uploaded 81 recordings and they are available to listen to and download on SoundsFromTheRainbow.org. A bunch of those recordings are featured in this episode. If you visit the website, there is also a link to download the entire archive. 21 years worth and nearly 1400 recordings. It's a treasure trove, to be sure. So without further ado, let's begin with a rainbow-themed limerick. There once was a triangular prism, who done refracted rainbow sights, and by their bootstraps, guided by some maps, they gathered with many lights.
5: i tree joyfully fly pull from earth thrust to sky sister rain come dance again brother wind blow from where we've been together all moments will end and begin existing eternally breathing in respect of all our kin
6: baby
4: Yeah, amigos, ya saben. Allá va, allá va. <laughs> Ese carnavalito. Guys,
5: well, while well, I got your attention, want to point out something that's super sexy. Consent.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah. So I know we're all in the woods. You know, there's a lot of free love out here. We're giving each other a lot of hugs, but I want you to know that you can always say no to a hug. No is a sacred, sacred word. So for all you people out there, just remember, boundaries are sacred. Boundaries are sacred. And sexy. And sexy. And very sexy. (laughs) So you know, don't do anything you don't want to do. Just remember, you got family that's got your back. And uh, yeah, consent goes for all things, you know? Things you're imbibing out in the woods, people you're meeting. So just thought I'd do a little PSA for that. I'm Yeah, baby. more of a ritual. And if you would like to follow along, then I would like to ask you to close your eyes while I read it for you. I want you to take a deep breath. In. Out. In. Out. In. What was the happiest moment you had this year? Have you figured it out yet? Think about it. Think about what you saw. Visualize who is there, who wasn't there, and did it matter? Think about the sounds. Were they present? Or were they absent? Were they loud or soft? Was it warm or cold? Who made you happy? Did it? How did it feel? I want you to think about why you were happy. And how? Is it there? Do you feel it? Take a deep breath. In, out. In, out. What did you sacrifice for this memory to exist? What did you lose? Did you give something away and maybe give up something you wanted for this happiness? See, for every happiness, there's a sacrifice. And with just something to close off, by practicing rituals, we're choosing over and over to become a certain person. And I hope you choose to be a happy person and to appreciate the sacrifices that you've made.
2: Are out or not? They're probably not. But uh, oh, they are! Hey. Anyway, it's a great, it's a great nighttime fire magic rainbow song. ta Our uh,
4: next
5: performer appears to be a symmetrical biped. Uh,
1: time traveler walks in the bar. The bartender says, "We don't serve time travelers here." The time traveler walks in the bar.
4: What do we yell? Uh- Oh, oh,
6: recovering
4: Roman Catholic. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Mostly harmless, huh? Wiggle! Get
6: some. wiggle it! Hero! Oh! <laughs> Come on! Wiggle. What's your sign? No, 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 He asked if he was a canter. Leo. Ah. Wow. Oh, Call
4: Leo. Yeah, I can see that.
0: My lines are in the middle.
4: Okay. He's delivering watermelon. He's
5: delivering watermelon. Creation, what I make in my head and my heart, no being could ever enslave, as I could never enslave another being. Fear is unnecessary, as none holds power over another. The knowing is to be a strong reflection of light and see others catch and throw freely. Will your life as you will your lungs to breathe. Let light flow. From your mouth to the breeze, join in this song.
4: Drop that back. Take out Wait
6: else I'm in my brain. Don't go insane. Take it, stop.
4: Don't run.